T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. To clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings, then you guys are eliminated. Well, my friends, the time is come. Raise the roof and have some fun. Go away, needs work to be done. Let the music play on, play on, play on. Everybody sing. Everybody dance. Lose yourself in wild romance. We're going to Cargo, Carando, Fiesta, forever. Come on and sing along. All right, uh, you heard Ron Rivera there. Uh, Grant Paulson asked him yesterday if you're going to consider Sam Howell for next week, week 18. Now that season is is playoff, postseason is closed out. They're not going to make it. And if anybody's curious, I ran through all the options with Mike Phillips last night. I, I thought about this. What about this nuclear option of everybody ties? The Packers and the Lions tie and the Seahawks tie. And the Commanders win. Do what? That's the only way we get in? Even all that happens, then the Lions get in because they have the head-to-head win. Yeah. So so we out. They're out. Completely. 100. Like, everybody's math isn't wrong. They're out. Yeah. So Ron was asked about it yesterday, and I think he clearly took issue with the question, which I, I want to be clear. I, I don't think the question was out of bounds at all. I think that question was a, a great one to ask at that point. Because let, let's be real, Jay. You know, I, I I only played for 14 years in the NFL. And I know every time we had a situation, the coaches let us know what the situation was. Man, we had our business, we in. Uh, if we do this, we may need some help. I've heard coaches do that since I've been doing radio after retirement. You can't tell me they did not go through all of the possibilities prior to that game, or they should have, to know that's what that's what that's what most like we kept we kept prefacing everything with a well-run organization yesterday. That's what they do. If he didn't know, it's a problem. And if you sitting there just being mad at a question, that's a problem because you teach your player your players are supposed to be answer questions to the media, be stand up, be up front, show some character, show some respect. But why the hell you can't do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've I've sat there and had to do interviews, 
after deaths in my family. I had to do interviews after horrible games. I've always been told that it's a part of our job as athletes. We have to promote the NFL. Don't you think the coaches have to do the same thing? So I've sat there in all those situations. So if I don't like a question, I still answer. But I'm not going to answer in saying I don't know something if I do know it and look bad. Yeah, I I, I mean, I think that was just a, a confluence of bad situations. I, I, I think – There's got to be a scenario where you're like, I mean, how many times have we heard Ron say, I got to go watch the tape. I got to go watch the tape and see. Mm-hmm. I get you're pissed about the question. I think you're just pissed about what just happened and you decided to let that question be the thing that made you mad. I don't think you're actually pi- Yo, you just got knocked. You could be knocked out of the playoffs. You're going to try the rookie. Everybody wants to see the rookie. Yeah. It's an entirely reasonable question. Totally. I think he's just pissed about everything going on. And that question was some sort of trigger. Um, but, dude, you, you gotta, you've got you answered harder questions in worse situations. I, I, don't, I don't know, but let me, like, Super Bowl, I have no idea what number it was. Cam Newton versus the Broncos. Ron's Super Bowl that he was a coach. Mm-hmm. The, the Panthers were favored in that thing, I remember. Mm-hmm. They got dominated by the Broncos' defense. I don't know what Ron got asked in that postgame presser. Maybe we should go back and look. You got asked harder questions in a worse moment. Yeah. And I I think, I get he was so focused on beating Cleveland to not look at the situations with the rest of the league. But, like, on some level, you had to be cognizant of that. Like, I know, I think in the moment, he really, really messed up. I find it hard to believe he had no idea the machinations of the wins and losses yesterday and what it could impact, but apparently that was the case. I, I mean, because it was later clarification. One thing about being a leader, though, when you're a leader, <laughs> you have to be the person. L- listen, we hold these football players to standards that we don't hold people that should know all this stuff. Half of these guys are in a 25, 26, and younger. And we hold them to a certain standard. When a coach gets in the same situation that these players normally get in, they need to be held to a standard. If I dislike a question, I just answer and move on. But the the fact of, like, when, when Grant asked a question about, I think that's something everybody wanted to know. You know what I mean? Everybody wanted to know that. Because you moved Carson in a situation that was dire, and he just was awful. Taylor showed he was better than Carson. You don't need to see anything from him again. Who haven't we seen from yet? Let's see what this. Let's see what the young man knows now. Let's figure it out. But to be honest, I think it's just he asked the question truthfully, and they're trying to now come back and try to do some, uh, you know. PR to help him out. He didn't know. Few or pe- didn't remember. Right. Or Few people, we, we like to lean on Jim Andrew Mullins, the 10th, for his keen ability, his precise butcher-style cutting ability. Cut through the crap. Through the crap. Um, 
Mullins, if possible, can you play the clip one more time, and then we'd like to hear your reaction, sir. To clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings, then you guys are eliminated. Landini, what do you make of that situation? He had absolutely no idea they could be eliminated from the playoffs. None. He was clearly annoyed at Grant for pointing that out. And I think he was, like, uh, particularly upset because Grant kind of made him look like an idiot in front of uh, the entire, you know, press and uh, camera because Ron had zero clue that they would be they could be eliminated yesterday. Zero. Landfield's driving that bus, and I'm in the front seat right behind him. I believe that as well. So let me add then, and I think this is relevant here, I do believe in that moment, like, so people understand kind of the logistics of everything. In that moment, the Giants had won, the Lions had won, and I think even the Seahawks. No, the Seahawks were at 4 o'clock or were the Seahawks at 1 o'clock? No, I think Seahawks was a a 1 o'clock game. Okay, so at that point in time, the Giants, the Lions, and the Seahawks had won. Ron is probably unaware of all of that. He's going from the locker, from the field, to the locker room to address his team, which I can only imagine what the hell got said in there, out to the podium to talk to us. It's possible he was unaware of what else had transpired in the league that day that turned the situation into, hey, if the Packers win, you're out, by the way. Still I, an unacceptable But answer. I would think before that game started, you know if these other two teams win and we lose, if Green Bay wins, we out. We listen. Every, all you gotta do is turn on the TV, man. And and we listen. There are a lot of coaches. I'll probably sit here and say they never see anything on social media. They don't see stuff on TV. I know this coach does. And all of a sudden now, when it when the question is asked, you have to assume the other people want. That's why they asked me this damn question. And if I don't have a clue, I have to go check out the rest of the games and see what happened, and I'll let you know. You'd think also that he would at least know theoretically, hey, if we lose this game, there is a scenario where we're eliminated, you know, today. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, the Giants, who are a playoff team, were playing the Colts, who suck. The Seahawks, <laughs> who are a near playoff team, were playing the Jets, who are collapsing. And the Packers, who have been good for like the last month, are playing the Vikings, who are complete frauds. Like, <laughs> it's not exactly out of the question that those three teams were going to win yesterday. And, you know, the commanders have been in absolute collapse mode for the last month. Yeah. He had no idea they were going to be out of the playoffs yesterday. None. Yeah, when I saw the stuff prior to the game, and I'm sitting there, I'm going, okay, if we lose, that's the only thing that you have to care about anything else. We win, I don't care what else happens. We lose, you have to start worrying about these things. So I'm sitting there going, it's a lot of stuff that has to happen for them to be completely out of it. I said, so it probably won't be like that. And every team that had to win won. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. Think about that, man. Yeah. You have five teams fighting for some playoff spots. Four of them took care of business. One didn't. You just it, it, it. For a month. Yeah. But like. Like, I mean, let's be real. They kind of got gifted the week before when everybody else lost. Hey, we lost to the Niners. Everybody else lost. Who cares? The Giants lost. The Lions lost. Yeah. The Seahawks lost. 
Like, they opened the door for the Packers, but everybody else lost. Yeah. So you were gifted a week. Mm-mm-mm. At least a couple of those teams, too, were playing against um, they were playing against teams that actually had something to play for. Like, the Jets could have theoretically made the playoffs if they had won that game. Right. And they didn't. The Commanders were playing against a team that was eliminated and sucks. You know what happened, though? That team has the same amount of wins as we do. Now they do. As bad as Cleveland might be. Think about that. Not that good. Jeff, your Ashburn syndrome, how did you feel when Ron was unaware of the playoff scenarios? I don't even want to say I was shocked or amazed. I was more so pissed off at that dumb look that he always gives when things are when he completely doesn't know anything or when he's fold, have his arms folded on the sideline. But it's awful. It's it's awful. There is no way you are the head coach of a football team and don't know the pros and cons of the week you're going to especially this late into the season. It's it's this is what I don't get. How does everyone around the organization know what we need to do, know our scenarios, even can see who is the better quarterback to go with for the team? How does everyone around the organization see that except Ron Rivera? It's, it's just a question that I don't believe can be answered. Well, it can be answered, but it, it won't be answered. But it's it's unacceptable. It's completely unacceptable. I'd like to speak with Q-Ball. Q-Ball? Hello, Q-Ball. How do you do? What's up, brothers? I miss talking to you guys and chiming in, but of course I listen every day. Appreciate you. Brian brother. Mitchell, I love you. You keep it 100, man, all the time. So listen... JP, I'm going to get right to it, man. I was at the game yesterday. I've told you guys before, I'm a season ticket holder. And this is what I clearly wrote down in my truck as I left the parking lot. Clearly, discipline was not on display yesterday. Something was definitely in the water watching this dreadful performance. Chase Young clamoring for the fans to get fired up on those dreadful third downs was a joke. The fans responded, but the team failed again and again. Yesterday's loss should open up Pandora's box to get this team so quick, fast, in a hurry. From the ownership, front office, all the coaches, all the QBs, anyone who has had given lackluster effort and lying to the media about their repeated failures just lost me as a season ticket holder. I will no longer invest in a deviant organization who has severely tainted the hearts and minds of its most loyal fans and former players. I listen to Brian Mitchell, Doc Walker, JP, every week, continue to tell us the truth about what we are witnessing every year. But a clean house is definitely in order right now. It's needed from the foundation to the rooftop. I'm done with believing in the overpaid garbage we see every week. It has become a total waste three hours every Sunday. Sell the damn team, Dan and Tanya. Go live on your yacht, puff your Cuban cigar, and laugh all the way to the bank how you have ruined so many of the fan base's lives. It was totally disrespectful to have Gibbs 
and the rest of the crew on the field yesterday looking like puppets with smiley faces. Major Tutty, are you kidding me? As this team continues to look like Major Duddy, sell the damn team. I'm out. All right, bro. Yo, hit the damn laser, Landfill. Give him another one. That was a call, dude. Yep. CK, if you're listening, cut that up for a promo. I don't know how we do it. There's your promo. Damn. Yep. Cue ball went hard. And, I, and uh, you know what? Cue ball is not the only fan. I took a lot of phone calls yesterday and texts, and there are a multitude of people that feel that way. There are a multitude of people who are basically saying, I'm not going to renew. There are a multitude of people who hit me and say, after that stuff yesterday, I noticed that they took money for the tickets for next year already out of my account. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I just think that it's so much. And we can sit here and say who and what. It's been a lot of people that's been a part of people wanting to get the hell away from it. A lot. Dude, you saw yesterday. That place, and I don't get caught up. We can hear it clearly. What was being said while while I was watching the broadcast, bro? It was empty, but I can still hear the broadcast and the, what they did not want. I know that it was empty. I, I mean, Rick Snyder has declared himself the official crowd estimator, and, and fine, mm-hmm. he, he deserves it. That's his title. He said forty thousand. Probably would have taken the under. I would have had it. On that. I would have had it at like thirty, thirty-five. I mean. Yeah. Listen, the, the top top row is generally empty. Club is half and half, and you, you, it's hard to judge a club because a lot of those people are just inside. Yeah. The the lower bowl to me. But the weather was good yesterday. People would have been beautiful. outside. The, the weather was beautiful. It was, like, warm. The lower bowl wasn't full. And anytime the lower bowl isn't full, you got problems. Yeah. And a lot of it, I think, They've become so reliant on the visiting side being packed with visiting fans. It wasn't packed with Browns fans. So you had, I mean, there were open areas of seats in the lower bowl. Yeah. For a team fighting for the playoffs. Hmm. You've broken this thing, man. And and I put that way past Ron. That ain't on Ron or Scott or Jack or players. This thing's been, you know, you know, everybody's got insurance, right? You got insurance on your car, insurance on your house. And insurance is there when something goes wrong. You got a fire, a hurricane hits your house. You know what I mean? Like like something crazy happens. That's what you have an insurance for. Somebody just hit me just now. I said, man, we're making national news now. Guess what the national news is? Ron not knowing. That's what everybody's discussing. But, B, you know what insurance doesn't cover? Wear and tear. The slow breakdown of things at your house. Oh, yeah. Because if you got a house and it's 30 years old or whatever and you don't put any money into it, you don't get a, a new hot water heater, you don't update your pipes, you don't, you don't just paint. Yeah. You don't take care of that stuff, it's going to fall apart. And what we're seeing is, is 20 years of, of not taking care of anything. Slow erosion. Slow erosion, man. Go to the beach. Tell me how it's going. Don't go anywhere. Listen, the phone lines are packed. We're all in it together. Everybody's going to get T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Talk. You know what it's going to do here in Landville? It's going to rain. Cold rain's going to come. All right, man. People, who'd you want me to take, Jeff? Seven? All right, Jeff wants me to talk to line seven. TJ Ford in Odenton. What's up, TJ Ford in Odenton? Yes. This is me. Okay, this is me. How you doing? I'm great, kind of. I'm kind of bad, too. How are you? I'm not doing that great because my team lost yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you, TJ Ford. Been, I have been a fan since before I was born, and I'm 67 years old. I'm sorry. I am sick of this. I am so sick of this. I want you to ask Ron, what the hell was he thinking when he did not put my baby Taylor in that game yesterday? I am upset. We would at least had a chance to win. It's just ridiculous. Half of the stadium's going to be filled with Dallas fans next week. Hmm. So what good is that going to do us? We would at least gone in there on a positive note. Please explain to me what was he thinking. Or you tell me what he was thinking. Oh, I wish I could tell you what he was thinking. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't help. Um, thank because you for the call. This co- is ridiculous. Thank you for the call. And, uh, Appreciate you. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening. TJ Ford Nodenton is upset. Um, and, yo, not incorrect. Um, phone lines are packed. I, I did, I, Lampo, I may not have told you this. Ron has a Zoom at 1.30, so we'll take that live for sure. Um, is that on the sheet? Apparently that's on the sheet. Um, Landville, that's, B, I haven't even told you. I just I told Landville about this. We got a new year, new segment. What's the segment? This is going to be on Wednesdays. We'll come up with a time. We'll figure out a time for it. We'll figure it out and keep keep you to it. Well, I think you're going to like this one. Landville's going to love this one. It's uh, We have Ask B. Mitch Anything. We're going to do a segment 
going forward called What Did JP Do Wrong? Oh, man. Is is that right, Lando? You sure it's going to be a segment on the day? Should it, we do that the whole day? No. Or should it be an hour? Because it's, it's one segment, and there's a shelf life. You're only allowed to use things I've done wrong within the last week. But JP, I don't think one segment is going to be able to hold all that. Well, you each get one, and then maybe the callers get one. Well, we got the I think that's about an hour segment. We'll with, see. With, an hour segment with no commercials. <laughs> They can sponsor that joint. Yes, let's indeed. just go through the roof on that. This Father Ducker. Uh, <laughs> let's go. My guy Radio's been on hold for a while. Radio, what up? Radio man? hit me yesterday. Hey, what up, y'all? Happy New Year to y'all, man. What's up, We're bro? good, buddy. Happy um, New Year to you. Yeah, be Yeah, man. Be That's kind of what I'm talking about. What we was talking about yesterday a little bit. It's. Yeah. I wrote this just so I don't I don't take too much time on it, but just bear with me on this one. All right. So when we talking about accountability ron rivera stood up in his press conference against after the chicago bears game and he didn't just say and defend carson as a person he stood up and said that's my quarterback he said i'm the one who looked at the analytics i'm the one who made the decision to bring him in the bleeping guy yeah so yep so the reality is for me i've never heard of a head coach go on national television and account for a quarterback play this poor and make such a, a bonehead decision and then get a chance to say, oh, we, we bleeped up. Let's go. Let me try to go get another quarterback. I know since people have been here that hadn't happened, but if you look at from, from just this week, that man lied to us directly to our faces. And, I'm, and let me explain what I mean by that. And I hope he's listening, too. You stated to us that Carson Wentz deserves a chance to play in this system and see what he has because we're playing differently and we are healthy. And I was at that game yesterday, 50-yard line like I am every game. And if you close your eyes, you think you're dreaming a week one through four. That's exactly what you did. So not only – did you lie to us and say that he has a chance, he deserves a chance to play with this scheme and what we're doing now? You didn't even run the damn plays that we've been doing to actually win football games. Two fourth and ones and Ryan Robinson ain't on the field? Are you outside your mind? What credentials do you have to be able to sit here and let these types of decisions be made? So when he told us that, and this is why I need y'all's help, he told us this week, he said he wanted a chance to make his decision by Wednesday because he wanted a chance to talk to the coaches and the players and get their feedback. And let me tell you something, that's straight bull crap. You made that decision the moment you put Carson Wentz in in San Francisco. Heineke knew it. Everyone knew it. So, the fact is, you've been talking about, and we've been talking about, we've seen the best of what Carson Wentz is, and we've even seen probably the ceiling for what Taylor Heineke is. When do we get to, as a fan base, get to see accountability held? Because I think we've seen the height of what this coaching staff is going to offer. And now you want to keep them on potentially till next year and give this guy a shot 
to go find another quarterback and potentially set this place up for failure for another two or three years? It's a problem. He is, Appreciate you, radio. Arrogance. Thank you, buddy. Thank yeah, you, man, buddy. as always. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, pal. Uh, turn this mic on. Landfill, we're going to make him work. Um, yeah, he coming here, he got work. Yeah. Doc. We won't let nobody uh, just sit. Well, one thing, you know what I realized this morning? I said, I need a friend named Rick. I don't have any friends named Rick. And Beamish said, you know Doc's name is Rick. Yeah. And I said, well, he's he's a doctor to me. Well, he's the no, DOC. No, no. If you listen to Dexter, Dexter called him Rick. Rick. Hey, Rick. Rick. How about the way Beamish was saying trash, trash. yesterday? <laughs> but trash. But there's a, we just, we got a commercial break, but it'd be 30 seconds. But there's a trash bag somebody put. Well, number 11 on it, like it's Winston's jersey. It's on, it's on Twitter. I know you got to run. It's I, the best thing. Do you believe he didn't understand the playoff scenario yesterday? Or was that just frustration boiling over at an inopportune time? I think if he'd have known, he would never make himself look bad. It's too important for him to look good. Why would he be pissed off at a reporter doing his job asking a question? I mean, but... They try to throw that intimidation thing off on the media, on the media, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to the local people that come out there that all weigh 150, 60 pounds. And so they're real, really, really rambunctious, you know, at that. And I don't see, I don't care what they say. I've stopped listening to all of it. I wish they'd go cut all of it off. I look at what they do. Bam. Period. And their results are mediocre. Their results are average. Mm-hmm. They're either average or below average all the time. And if he had a boss, I'm sure the boss would convey these things. But, hell, if you put me in charge of everything and don't check me, I'm probably going to dip. What they told Simon to say, make sure the people that are handling your stuff is always have checks and balances for everybody. Everybody. Well, I, everybody. People get caught up in, in who's going to call me and yell at me about my comments yesterday. I'm talking about organizations. I'm not talking about Ron. No. I'm not talking about anything specific. A strong organ, like the Giants. I pray they call me and say something to me. We'll, we'll see any of them. one of them. But the Giants, let's be yeah. real. The Giants have been awful for most of the last ten years. Yeah, that getting rid of Coughlin was a mistake, and they just churned and burned through bad choices, right? Yeah. But they still remained a strong organization yeah. and continued to evaluate until they found something. Yeah. And now they got Joe Shane and Brian Dable, and they got a strong organization. And yeah. strong organizations will go through drops. Like, the Steelers aren't making the playoffs this year, but that's a strong organization. You know what the Seahawks had to do? They had to trade away Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know the stones that takes to do? That's mm-hmm. a strong organization. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. You have to cut an infection out of your body. And, and I'm not saying— you got to lose some good flesh to save the arm. Right, and and I'm not saying you got to overhaul everything. No, I'm but, not saying you got to clean but, house. But, but, but you, you got to evaluate. But everything. who's going to do it? You Again, you got a rudderless ship. You got no captain. Right, there's nobody in charge. Totally. So you do what? It's like put your kids in charge. Let them go play, and you expect them to stop at a certain time. You expect them to eat the vegetables. Hmm. Yeah, I watched the post game show last night. I'm was impressed with both you guys. I would have lost my mind had I been on that field at the end of the game. And I just so I was proud of what you guys did. I thought you conveyed it properly. And the reality that we're actually out of it right now, I'm still fooling myself. I can't imagine going to the stadium next week. Hmm. I mean, what do you think that crowd is going to look like? Blue wave. A blue wave. But our people may fight. We may come out. I don't know. I just heard there's a ticket hike for next year. 
4% increase in tickets. Bro, I was driving in. You know what? No, it was, I blame you. Last night, I'm mm-hmm. leaving. All I want to do is listen to Doc on the radio. All I want to do is see you guys in the post game. I couldn't wait to and get I, I get, We had a Hoyas game, so I get yeah. it. We got to run the Hoyas game. Yeah. I hope they won. Um, yeah. So I'm channel surfing, trying to find some yeah. post game. Yeah. And there's no post game, but damn if I didn't hear on a couple of stations commercials, advertisements for 2023 Commander season tickets. Yeah. How do you think that was? How were those calls going last night? I don't know, but I'll tell you what. You guys kept me through the post game. And, again, we'll get through it. Hopefully this week. It's still Dallas. I'll be pissed off by Wednesday, and I'll be encouraged, you know, to try to be into this thing. But I'm kind of like false chatter because I just don't believe that they're capable of getting it done. Yeah, so that's it. I got to go. Thank you, doctor. Um, Ron Rivera's going to speak at 130. We will have that for you. Yeah. Um, phone lines remain lit. We're going to – tell you what. I promise Landfill is my witness. Next segment, all calls. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Are we taping his mouth? Woof. I said it and I mean it. We're going all calls. Chronological order. My guy Robert has been on hold for a long ass time. Robert, what up, man? Talk to us. Hey, what's up, B. Mitch, JP? Happy New Year to you, brother. What up, man? I got two comments. One, the pie. I give 40% blame to Ron Rivera, and I give 60% blame to his boss. Not Dan Snyder, his real boss, Scott Turner. Because clearly Scott Turner can do what the hell he wants to do in that field, and Ron doesn't say anything. You know, I was looking at this little clip. It was Bill O'Brien and Tom Brady. Man, they were giddy like two little kids going over all these trick plays in motion. Belichick walks up to him in practice and like, hey, guys, we ain't wasting practice time doing all these funny plays. Stick to the game plan. And then he told him at the end of practice, please don't make me have to remind you guys about this in the game. Does Ron ever correct Scott Turner on anything? Scott has three or four gadget plays in his head, and I'll be damned. He's going to run those plays come hella high water, and Ron says nothing about this dude. If Ron comes back next year with that same guy, he's going to have to go like 11-0, 12-0, just to get 6,000 people up in that stadium. This is the most ridiculous thing I've seen. It's an exercise of utility. We're done. I mean, it didn't matter if we won yesterday. We're not going anywhere. Scott Turner has to go. Thanks for taking my call, fellas. Hi, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Rob from Dallas, right? Yeah. Uh, Keith is in D.C. Keith, what up, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? What up, brother? Hey, I told you two two weeks ago after the Giants game, they ain't going nowhere unless somebody lose. I told you they cannot take care of their business. Never could. Y'all need to be asking Ron a question is, why you can't win more than three games in your own stadium? How How is it three years straight you only got three wins in your own home stadium? That is pathetic. That is Surely pathetic. You can't win two games to get into the playground. I mean, the playoffs in your own at home field advantage. It's not home field advantage. That is a neutral field. That is a neutral field. Every thirty-one teams love coming into that place to embarrass you. You can't even protect your own field. That is pathetic. What y'all did yesterday, and I knew it was going to happen because you never show up. You never show up on big games, and there's always a quarterback that's struggling, comes in there and look like Joe Montana. This guy ain't had three touchdowns since he started. This guy made every 
pet, every play yesterday, this guy made every play, everything that they could think of, they made it happen yesterday on our field, and that's embarrassing. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Keith. Um, if you are wondering, the commanders on the season are – Three and five at home, four, three and one on the road. Um, I don't know. I think the erosion of the home field advantage predates Ron Rivera significantly. But, I mean, dude, I remember during the Gruden era, multiple play. I mean, hell, I think Josh Norman said it on the record. But a lot of players said they preferred playing on the road. Yeah, they did. Which, again, I would point to as an organizational problem. Like, these guys should be better at home this season, undoubtedly. I'm not letting anybody off the hook. But when I talk about these strong organizations and then you look at what Washington has, if you don't see the difference, we're not seeing the same things. Um, Ryan is down in Florida. Appreciate you listening on the app. Ryan, what up, man? What's good, JP? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, definitely yeah, a big fan of y'all's. But um, thanks, there's buddy. so many levels to this, my God. I mean, where do you even start? You know, the place I would go is just super embarrassing. I feel bad you guys didn't have to cover this team. I mean, my God, what are we doing? You know, there's so many points I can make. One thing I'm going to bring up is look at Brock Purdy. Look at Jared Stidham yesterday. How can he score 30 points, whatever he scored, and we can't? Absolutely ridiculous, embarrassing, and something has to be done. We, we have to make a move. Um, and you know what? The last thing I'll say is Dan Snyder deserves this season. He deserves the last five years. He deserves the last ten years. He deserves it. And so, uh, yeah. What's up, boy? That's all I got to say. All right, man. Thanks, buddy. I um, I do think there's some – some folks have said this, that I think there's some portion of the fan base, I don't know how big, that they're happy they lost and are now eliminated because they don't want Dan to back into a playoff spot and maybe take the pressure off selling. Mm. I, I I personally think that this <clears throat> the, the sale – the selling process is – at a at a point and at a level where you got real billionaires putting in real offers where they're showing their cards to bankers. Like this is past I believe a hasty decision coming at the end just to to stay where things are. You never know. But th- that that's my belief. Um Edward in Waldorf. What's up, Ed? Hey gentlemen, first and foremost, man, first time caller. Listen to you and B Mitch all the time, man. Appreciate you, man. And, Thanks, uh, bud. Respect, respect your opinions. Uh, I want to say this: uh, as you expressed, B. Mitch, JP, that is an organizational issue. When you look at a coach, uh, Dable, uh, whether it be uh, uh, Belichick in, in New England, these guys continue to coach their guys up. We have a head coach who sat there on the podium and sarcastically, whether he meant it or didn't know, and say, "We're out of the playoffs." who doesn't coach his team up at any time when they come off and make mistakes, he sits there with his hands folded, boom. Again, as you all said, it's organization. Starts from Todd. As Doc says, when the mouse is – when the cast away, the mouse will play. I hope, I hope that, as you said, JP, that they look at these young offensive talented coordinators, uh, Lefowitz, the enemy, sell the team as soon as possible. Because that's the only way this is going to happen. But like B. Mitch said, even if selling the team, you probably have to keep these cats in place for a year to to make the transitional change, to bring in what you're going to bring in. 
That's why I hope Snyder sells this team as soon as possible, and I hope his ears are listening or his hearers are listening. Please sell the team as soon as possible so we can address the issues at hand. Take all your draft picks. Pick offensive linemen. Prepare the offensive line first. Your defense is set as far as your defensive line. Probably going to need another quarterback. Probably going to need a, a fast outside linebacker. And, I mean, you're a set of receivers. You're set of running back. And, JP, I'm going to disagree with you with one thing about the, the car situation. I really believe that they're going to cut him before they ask for a trade. The man has left the building. They asked him to get out. If anybody is smart as a GM, they're not going to trade for him. They're going to sit back and wait for him to cut. Maybe not Ursay and the crew because they need a quarterback, and I, that might be the likely landing spot. But, again, gentlemen, I appreciate you taking my call. I listen to you cast every day, and that's all I have to say. Thanks, right, Happy you. New Year, bud. I mean, we'll see. Maybe, they, maybe they'll cut him. Mark is in D.C. Mark, what up, dude? Hey, hey, guys. I was at the game yesterday, first time in 20 years. And, uh, JP, it was beautiful. It was too – to me, it was too good. The weather felt too good. It was New Year's. It was it was a real pretty day. So I'm disappointed that they didn't take advantage of that for the fans and the stadium atmosphere. That was a great selling day. But I'm just glad that they didn't lay that egg against the Cowboys next week. I will be even madder. So at least – they proved to me that they just don't have it. And, and before I got to my seat yesterday, when he threw the interception, it was a, some kind of an arrow through the heart of the state. If you can't have that happen and, and then continue, that was the game. I don't care what anybody said. I didn't get to my seat, and he had done that. Did you hear the sound that the stadium made when he did that? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much it. And he didn't know that it was playoffs. He didn't know. He thought he had yet another week to flim-flam everybody and make another decision. He really did. He thought he had another week, and he didn't. And, and that happened in the first quarter. Unbelievable. Well, I'm just glad they didn't have to get the Cowboys. Thanks, bud. Hi, man. We'll do one more just because nobody believes that I'll only do calls. Rick is in D.C. Maybe I got a friend named Rick. Rick, what up? Rick. Happy New Year, gentlemen. B-Miss, JP. What's up, man? A couple of points. Uh, 100%. Ron Rivera, Scott Turner, they just need to blow it up, get rid of all of them. I don't care if you find before the, the new owners come in. There's no way as a head coach you don't know that you, if you lose, you miss the playoffs. I think when he went to Carson Wentz, he lost the team watching some of the interviews, even when they, uh, like Curtis Samuels and a couple of other guys, just making comments, well, we got to play with who we put on the field. I think when he decided to get away from Haneke, that's when he lost the players. And you know how that is, B-Mitch. Sometimes mm-hmm. the players just show a coach, hey, you made a mistake. It's just horrible. They need to blow it up, sell a team, get rid of everybody. Thank you. Hi, Happy bro. 2023, y'all, y'all. You too, brother. Thanks, bud. You know what? I'll do one more just because you guys don't believe in me. Carlos is in Severna Park. What up, Los? Bro, I haven't called you guys in four months. It's ever been since a while, I got man. Thing. I, I I got that big boy job, man, and listen, <laughs> I, I, I I cannot tell you how happy I am to have a day off so I can call you guys, and it's been a season, man, a season of ups and downs. I was at the game yesterday. Actually, I went to all the games this year. First time that's happened in a long time, and let me tell you, um, I, I, I can't believe where, where we stand at. You know, I, I thought we'd be better. What did Ron say? Ron say it's going to take a, a three- to five-year jump to, to build a team. I still think we're we're in year one. Um, 
you know, this this commander's team. It's going to be changed to a different team once they sell the ownership. Um, you know, and, and you know what I did yesterday? I woke up, hung over, went to the game. <laughs> After the game, I drove to Fed Hill, tailgated, went to the Ravens and Steelers game. I didn't get back home. A couple of my buddies did the same thing. Yep. So that's a good yep, little doubleheader right there, yep. Thanks double, for the call, double header. Good to hear from you again. Yeah, I, come up, I think Raven and them did the same thing. Um, I saw Raven yesterday. Um, Ron Rivera is going to speak at 1.30. I want to go through these comments by Browns linebackers about yesterday's game. If you're on the phones, we're going to do the best we can to get everybody in. Don't go anywhere. It's me, Mitch Finley. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.